Welcome to Just Another Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Soderberg. Today, we are joined by Robbie Earl and Kyle Sconowell from the Friends and Work Podcast. Uh, you can hear it anywhere the podcasts are streamed. Uh, the Friends and Work Podcast focuses on anything and everything of the MCU or Marvel Cinematic Universe um, and Marvel in general. They have done a couple episodes on non-Marvel things, but mostly MCU-based uh, for a rewatch order they did plus anything new coming out for Marvel. Um, but this podcast was mainly talked about how they got it started, why they podcast. And then we jumped on to different Marvel subjects and different subjects in general. It's a great conversation with three guys. Um, these guys are great. You should really listen to their podcast. The friends from work podcast, again, streamed anywhere podcasts are available, or you can follow them at, at the FFW podcast or the FFW podcast.com. This is Robbie and Kyle and myself. Guys from the Friends from Work podcast, enjoy. How's it going, guys? What's up, Justin? Great. Thanks for having us. I'm here with uh, Kyle and Robbie. So uh, if you anybody, I'm going to put these little on my video. I'm going to put who's who, but so people can know the voices. <laughs> If one, if Kyle says hi, and then Robbie says hi, so people can know who's who's who. <laughs> that sounds like pro level editing right there. Wow. So it sounds like to me. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, there's Kyle and Robbie here. They have a podcast called the Friends from Work Podcast, uh, which is one of my favorite podcasts that's out there right now. Thank you. Not to, not to make you guys' heads pretty big, but uh, <laughs> it's definitely something. And it's one of the podcasts that my wife and I actually can listen to together. Or we do it separately. Like oh, she listens to it at oh, work wow. and listen to mine. So you guys are talking about the movies. We're talking about the podcast about the movies afterwards. So <laughs> That's uh, some Inception type stuff. I love it. She wow. married into uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe because she wasn't a Marvel fan. Uh, until okay. she met me uh, and now once we found out about your podcast um, I was like we should listen to this we should watch the movies so we watched the movies all uh, together and then we mm -hmm. listened to the podcast and we were behind so we like watched fast to get to your current episodes oh. and then we watched huh. past your episodes and then had okay. to catch up on the podcast <laughs> oh nice I'll yeah. take that as she enjoyed <laughs> the movies at least enough to want to go faster yes absolutely so we were it's funny because we are trying to watch them again and i just started playing them on disney plus and completely lost track of doing them in an order like your guys's order um slash like um the spider-man movies aren't in there and okay. stuff like that oh, like the, right, uh, right. you know so those kind of movies aren't on mc or the uh, disney plus so now i'm like oh crap, yeah right. we gotta go back and change it right and she's like can we skip um dr strange because she's not a dr strange fan. no <laughs> <laughs> and you'll love it because she says, can we switch, switch, uh, skip Thor the Dark World? So, oh, wow. Okay, now now wow. I officially, my respect <laughs> level for her has gone down. I, so it's actually funny. I was going to say my wife can, can relate there for sure in terms of marrying and yeah. you. Um, I, forced although, into it. oh, for sure. But the funny thing is for her, it's kind of the opposite in that she always, like, if she has to watch an MCU movie, she would almost always pick Doctor Strange. Like that's one yes. that kind of stands out as one of her favorites. So we actually have in our living room, um, you know, there's only so much Marvel. I have so much Marvel memorabilia and there's only so much that my wife can like in good faith allow me to display throughout the house before it just becomes like a high schooler's bedroom. 
but we do have this poster <laughs> in the living room uh that's a doctor strange poster because it's kind of the you know the the place where we both meet there so what's funny for me is robbie is like the expert he has the posters he's read comics he's like done the whole thing i just kind of fell in love with these movies just as movies sake like the way you were describing your favorite directors i just kind of started enjoying the whole universe but my wife she's not comics but she's as in to this entire thing as i am robbie knows that so i have a slight advantage there like and she does love dr strange so she would fight me (laughs) on that if i said anything negative about dr strange that's pretty funny though, as you were saying about how you had a lot of marbles memorabilia. Memorabilia, I can't speak today. I also have a ton of marble memorabilia over the years I've collected, and we had a studio. I was talking off air to Kyle that the uh, we're having a baby in June, so we're turning my studio slash office into a uh, nursery. Uh, so I lost my space. Thank Man. you. And now I'm in a place with a black sheet behind or a drip backdrop. I feel like uh, you know um, Edward Snowden. Um, you don't know where I am. <laughs> And so you should have the like blur over your face and the <laughs> yes. deep voice and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we decided that, you know, all my Marvel stuff was in my office, in my studio. Like I had right. like things in the wall. I had, uh, you know, Funko pops. I had, uh, you know, statues. Right. And we decided I'll put it all in that one room thinking that I'd get a space for myself. And right. then we decided to have a baby. And so then I'm like, well, now I lost all my space for myself. So I slowly started moving things into the living room. Like, there's a Scotty Young uh, who uh, did this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Thanos. That's a, wow. Thanos is my favorite character. And so Thanos is standing there you know, from one uh-huh. of the, his, uh, his variant covers. I had that sign on the wall. I've got like small things that I'm just slowly putting out in spots to see if she notices that there's, <laughs> oh, the, there's all of a sudden I know where, where a Stan Lee showed up on our entertainment center. It was great. <laughs> where did uh, that come from? <laughs> have you read his uh, Fairyland stuff? Oh yeah. Got yeah. So, okay. yeah. So I, I hate Fairyland. It's unbelievable. He has a uh, middle West as well. And he's doing the new, um, he did the new um, strange Academy comics. Yeah, that that's right. Which out. I haven't, I haven't read any of those yet, but I know there's been a lot of buzz around them. Um, but I could, you know, man. I could, his art is uh, to me is just fun. There's like it every, is. like is a lot of artists, like even in movies, cinematography and all that stuff where you look at someone, you're like, that could be this person or it could, like it just all blends together with Scotty's right. is so off the wall but not like it's like i don't know it's simple it's something about it i really like cartoonish for sure um totally (laughs) (laughs) that's the thing it's like you know listening to your podcast knowing that you're not you know kyle's not that much into comic books themselves that he likes the movies uh that there is this thing and I, i feel like there's times with my friends I'm the same way as Robbie, where he's like explaining to like someone asking me, what, what, what's this WandaVision thing? I watched the first two episodes and I have no idea what the heck's going on. And I had to go <laughs> into like one of my favorite series. One of my favorite writers is Brian, Brian Michael Bendis. So like well, going well, into you House, of, that I'm with you there. House of M and all that stuff. And they're like, oh, that makes sense and so on. But like, it's right. funny how like I'm to most people in my life, the uh, the Robbies to you guys' podcast <laughs> that I have to explain it more in depth from comic books uh, than anything. But you to know. protect myself here a second, it's not that I dislike comics. Like I don't <laughs> dislike comics or comic people. I like them a lot. Like I like them in theory. I just a I don't read a lot, and b I just never really dove into it. So I'm kind of just like I'm fine to not have that be one of my things. But I'm not judging you at all. I just can't add anything to that conversation. <laughs> One of these days, I'm just going to I'm gonna send you, I'm always debating what would be Kyle's best jumping on point. Um, Matt, Robbie, and- see, just don't, I don't think we even try. I just don't think. 
that's the right way to go about it. What you need to do is like some of these Marvel Knights uh, videos that have come out. There's basically it's like comic books that they've cut out the characters from the book and animated it with an audio over overlay. Oh, it's a super it's a DVD go. that you can buy. I mean, the Eternals would be a great one to get onto because it's obviously based on the or the movie's coming out. It's super easy to watch. And it's basically huh. the comic book, the series, uh, the latest, not the newest one that just came out last couple of weeks ago, but the latest Eternal series. But it's like animated, but not really. They just took the images uh -huh. from the comic book cut out the people and are like moving them across the screen but that way you oh, didn't have to read cool. kyle you could just watch it on tv <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go there you go but yeah so it's uh you know i've loved comic books since i was super young my dad used to bring me a comic book and ginger ale when i wasn't feeling good uh, oh man and, you know that kind of thing so which is a tradition Sounds i will like be a good starting father with my kid is here here's a comic book right and i probably just I'll probably just grab it from my collection and not even have to buy a new one but like here's the comic book <laughs> that's but awesome it's uh yeah, so to back up a little way. bit, uh, Kyle and Robbie run a podcast, like I said, called Friends and Work. Just so people who don't know, it's a podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, really. I mean, it's unofficial MCU podcast. Uh, they, you guys have talked video games. You've talked um, non-MCU movies, but Marvel movies. And you did mm -hmm. Dark Knight for one of them, too, as a fan. You guys did the summer series, which is pretty cool. Um, but the really basis around your podcast is MCU. Um, and that's how... And that's why obviously people can tell by why we're talking comic books and Marvel is because that's what your podcast is about. <laughs> um, do you guys, so I don't want to do a question and answer thing, but like, tell me how you guys got your podcast started. That's what I really want to know uh, as a podcast person as well. So how did it end up coming into fruition? I'll start here. And I want to tie this back into the conversation about your wife, which is that Robbie and I, obviously, when we decided to start this podcast, have done a ton, I mean, countless hours of talking of what's our focus, what's our demographic, like who's listening, what's our audience. Um, and the conclusion we've come to is like, I think it's people like you and your wife where we think our podcast is best at adding a level of joy to these movies for someone who's maybe not seen them before or only seen them once or is kind of half in. Our favorite thing is when we get texts from people that were like, uh, I'm not sure if I like this or if I should watch it. And then we say, here's the order. Like, listen to this, let's go watch it. And then they come back and say, they love it. Uh, the, the movies, I mean. Mm -hmm. So if our podcast can enhance the MCU for other people, that was kind of our goal. So it's kind of people like your wife that basically, you know, that's where, that was our demographic kind of, we thought. So right. go ahead, Rob. Well, and, and because, because specifically what you mentioned earlier, like Kyle and I's different perspectives coming into it. Um, Yes. Where like, I didn't even realize, you know, whenever Kyle and I were, were touring together, um, which I should say is, is sort of how we met each other. We used to be touring musicians together um, for years and then kind of reconnected for this podcast. But when we were touring, I, I didn't know Kyle to be like a huge Marvel fan. Uh, whereas I had grown up like you, Justin, where I'd grown up on a lot of comics, specifically uh, kind of Spider-Man stuff. And so it was really fun to find in these last few years how much Kyle, who I knew not to be kind of naturally drawn to superhero stuff, how much he had gotten into and gotten really passionate about these movies. And that's what made it fun because I, I realized like what he's saying that I think a lot of people write them off as just these like, like another superhero movie. And like we talk about this all the time on the podcast, how people bunch every superhero movie together so you're you're dealing with like fantastic four 
and Aquaman and Ghost Rider and all of those. And people think of like everything as kind of being of the same nature and sometimes quality. And so the fact that like I was having so much fun talking to Kyle about these movies kind of inspired me um, to to sort of want to reach out to other people like that and kind of be, be an evangelist for these in some sense. Um, because I realized that like, if like, if you just sit down and, and kind of give them a fair shot, which I think is what we found, like a lot of people write them off really having no sense of what they even are. Well, um, and realizing that there's strengths and weaknesses of each one that they can't right, just be thrown exactly. together. Exactly. Yeah. For better, or for worse. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just been, like you said, it's been a, it's been a blast because we started this just as these long conversations um, where we would talk for like two hours uh, <laughs> on my commute home from work. And then it just sort of dawned on us that these were conversations that we felt like people that either were already into these movies would maybe enjoy being a part of, or again, like people that maybe hadn't known the right way or the right lens through which to, to watch them. And so part of the, the big part of our season one was this rewatch. And I think you mentioned earlier, like a watching in a particular order, because I've always thought um, that there is this one kind of grand narrative that the MCU does this really great job of telling, but it can, it can get lost with the way that the release order sort of all, all the politics of the studio and, and whatever's going on there where people can forget where all the moving pieces are. But when you can view it as that, uh, I think it's one of the most successful narrative structures in the history of film. In hindsight, it's kind of wild what you said earlier that, yeah, we were friends for so long and we never really touched on this. I don't know why we didn't. Like this was all going right. on during that friendship and we never really, really dove into it. But I think that was one of the major factors in starting the podcast in the first place is like Robbie and I had kind of fallen out of talking to each other, not in a bad way, but he had moved away and I was here in Nashville still. And then, yeah, when Endgame came out, we just started texting <laughs> and I was like, dude, I haven't talked to you in forever, but I just watched Endgame and I know you like this, but blah, blah. well, anyways, I finally said, can I call you real quick? Like I haven't <laughs> talked to you in three years. And I called him and Robbie's correct. Like I specifically remember where I was. It led to like a week of every night about a two hour phone call. <laughs> but what is it about this movie? That's like, I love so much. That's bothering me so much, like in a good way. Um, and finally, like what a couple of weeks of doing that is, is right. when we were like, maybe we could actually find something in this that other people would enjoy. So that's kind of what, that's what got the, you know, the wheels turning a little bit. Right. And it's funny how you say that because I feel like one of the things I always talk to people about is why do a podcast and why, you know, put it out there for people to listen to. And I'm like, well, a lot of us who do podcasts like to talk. Like you guys are obviously not people who are shy about talking. And if you're <laughs> going to talk, if you're going to talk about something, you might as well record it so other people can listen to the conversation and maybe have some input on, you know, whether it's on social media or just friends. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. And so when I went to start my podcast, I was like, but what would I go around? And then I was like, well, I have like, three or four big passions. I mean, MC, a Marvel is one of them beer. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like beer, I can't do, uh, uh, consciously because I can't talk negatively or positively about other breweries, uh, oh, and right. still feel like I can do my job correctly. So I, I you know, I don't want to sit there and like, be like, this beer is crap it, because I can't, because it looks bad yeah. on my, my, my work. 
Um, right. But and then there's other ones like I'm huge. I'm in a big, big basketball fan, huge Celtics fan. So like, but oh, I was nice. like a mo- movie fan, all that stuff. So I'm like, why don't I just talk to random people about the subject? I'm never going to talk about something that I don't care about because I won't have right. anything to say. So I'll just start doing this conversation about different mm. things. And that's where, like I mentioned earlier about uh, my friend who owns a theater type place in Bangor, where we talk movies uh, and he is a film buff. Like, I mean, his direct top 10 director list was like, I had, we had one common director that was Quentin Tarantino. Like that's the only (laughs) person we had to common. And so like in his Christmas movies, he had like slasher movies like Brazil and all that stuff on it, which obviously (laughs) I didn't have on. So it's like, it's nice to have that opposite end and it's not completely opposite with you guys. So obviously there's a, there's a common core, um, you know, passion there, but like it's, there's this comic book view. There's this non-comic book view. There's this like long-term love. There's a short-term love. Um, and so that's pretty cool about that. Like, it's like a way to, to, to have a good conversation. It's mm. like why part of the interruption went for so long. Like there's these different mm-hmm. shows mm-hmm. that went a for so long. Robbie that... wouldn't get that. I would, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> but like the is idea that, a, that wait, is that it, a uh, bar school? <laughs> oh, no, it's a no, sports it's, thing. It's a sports thing. Okay. So but it's trying. like, they, they, they argued and debated on things and they gave both sides of things. And obviously on sometimes they didn't ha- they probably had the same opinion but had to go both ways just to get the the, the conversation going. Mm-hmm. If it's natural, like if it's just one of those things that, you know, Robbie can bring in the comic book background, which is kind of cool. And also like one of the ways I pitch MCU to people is that you don't need yep. to know these backgrounds because exactly. of the fact yep. that right. a, the movies are written so well and, and done so well, but B they're loosely based on the comic books. It's not like right. they're not like, it's not what MCU movie. When you leave the theater, you don't go, the book was better. Like you do with you right. know, screenplays mm. that are adapted from books because it's loosely based on it for a number of reasons we've talked about. We talked about studio own rights and all those things change the way it's done, but Mm -hmm. also the way they take liberties and the fact that Marvel's been around for 75 years. So it's like, you can do some different stuff. Well, and we've said this a many, you know, many times on our own podcast, but that is kind of what we want our target audience to be. It's that person that maybe like comics, like they're not crazy in depth into comics on one hand, or they maybe mm-hmm. not be fully like movie critic, like your friend movie buff, but just like a person who has dabbled in these interests. And I think Robbie actually does a really, really good job for me as like my counterpart of being the guy who brings in that comic knowledge, but like he does a really good job of being self-aware and never letting it get too like nerdy or like, not that nerdy is a bad thing, but he just, he, he has a good filter there. And if he doesn't filter it, then I usually say, okay, <laughs> hold on. We're getting way Which too. I appreciate. Which I appreciate. <laughs> uh, and so that's the other thing I'd say is like, I've done a couple podcasts in the past and I realized that if you're going to do it with somebody, like who that person is, has got to be so specific and so perfect and just right. You think like, Hey, just gonna have a conversation with a friend that would work but there's so many other factors like the chemistry how to play off somebody when to stop somebody when i can't interrupt them when i can't when should i let him go like mm-hmm. what's robbie's strengths what's my strength what's my weakness his etc there's a lot more factors that as we've done this i've realized more and more like robbie is my perfect counterpart <laughs> <laughs> so there you go rob wow <laughs> no yeah. I, I, i've like candace and i've talked about this in the same way because i i think like if i were one i'm impressed by your kind of initiative and your ability to, to host this on your own. Um, because I feel like for me, that would be such a challenging thing. If only because I have this tendency to 
in calendars is to overthink things and i i will get like i will go down all these rabbit holes and i feel like i would just have no idea how to actually kind of zoom out and do things structurally which is something that kyle's really good at um and so i i think that like it's such a that's such a good word because i i think finding for me the biggest things are are finding the right person like you said and then also finding the thing that if you weren't recording you would be talking about anyway yes um you know like I, I think sometimes like you can tell when it's forced with people like when it's like they just want to be talking about something which is fine but like those are the podcasts that i feel like i don't stick with the podcast that i've found myself sticking with in the past is when you can like feel the person's like energy and love for whatever they're discussing like kind of coming through the speakers and so i i think that's what led us to this which is why we've had so much fun with it is it's never felt like a I mean it takes a decent amount of time but it's never felt like a chore or or like work you know because it's just we have a blast talking about it because we love it and you can give yourself an excuse to watch MCU over and over and over again too because right. I mean there's like this these possibilities and you know a couple of years down the road if you're still doing this podcast that you're like okay we're gonna watch again and find what's different about it this time because there is I'm watching it again right now and as a comic book fan I am still relating I watched Civil War again last night and relating it to what i just read civil war again mm, the comic mm. book and like the idea that there's you know this one lady speaks to tony stark and says that her son died in sokovia it's one person i mean obviously more people die but this is what what turns tony to the point to do the superhero registration acts and all that stuff is this one lady and this one person whereas realistically in the comic book it's like 60 people's kids die like there's like right, this right. way more of a weighted um thing to do it like tony just like kind of flicks a switch with one person's story and mm -hmm. obviously it, it is bigger than that because like more people died in sokovia and all that stuff but like the idea in the comic book you're like these these reality tv show uh, of superheroes kills a bunch of people they basically you know because of the villains blew up and all this other stuff but there's just right. a lot more pressure on them to do what they did in the, the movie um and it they did it well it's the same thing with with, with iron man and the idea that it wasn't you know you know the middle east or, or you know overseas where they filmed and did uh, iron man it was in china uh -huh. really what they based it off of originally or japan i forget which one it was but like the storyline behind it wasn't they modernized it to make it so that's different than the comic book right but right. also still relevant to today i mean that's like i said they did so well on that and that's on my podcast that i did recently with the directors uh top 10 directors in my top 10 directors now is there's three people who have done Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, now, oh, wow. which is really weird to say because like there are so many good directors. I mean, we I left off like Alfred Hitchcock and all that stuff because sure. it's like they're not extremely relevant <laughs> to me as a as a I'm 34 right. years old person. But like I put the Russo brothers in there at number nine just because I mean I I can watch their movies over and over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, and uh, it, it's it, it, the superhero genre is put into a one category when really if you look at MCU. There's the heist movies. There's the you know political movies. There's the you right. know, comedies. Comedies. Uh, and I put Taika Waititi was number two for me. Number two. Oh man. wow, wow, dude. And I, Taika, yeah. Mainly because of his future. Like I feel like the what he has for him in his future, as the movies he's done so far, and the way he's been able to create comedy and seriousness in a movie, um, has given me love. And Thor Ragnarok is my wife's favorite movie of all time. Not just MCU oh, movies. Wow, like, wow, wow. She will watch Thor Ragnarok. Now. 
<laughs> all the time and it's just the comedy that's in it but also the storyline and the seriousness behind yeah. it and there's there's alcoholism in there there's <laughs> right. there's comedy there's drama there's you know war there's it's just it's there's everything in it and colonialism yeah to, I mean, and to, to think about it it's a comic book movie or a superhero movie, right and that's right. what you can get out of it it's crazy my so my wife is is on the same page there as well she she really loves ragnarok it's it's really funny because kyle and i were guests on another podcast last week and the hot take uh from one of our oh. our hosts was that ragnarok is is what in his bottom three mcu films which is i'm still just shell-shocked by <laughs> There's just but so much in it. There's my just like, wife I don't loves know. it mainly because there's Chris Hemsworth shirtless and the short haircut. So you know, there's that's not a, that's not a right. huge downside. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like and again, they made a movie that had like the, the, again, you guys are big music people, so like the music in it like did a lot to oh, it as well, and yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You know, the themes behind it. But it's like there's just something about it to have someone who's not really into the to comic books. Um, but likes movies and had other favorite movies of all time in mean, Greece and all those other movies to have Thor Ragnarok become one of those things. First of all, was right. like, yeah, I picked the right, right person. But then it was <laughs> like, it's, it's more along the lines on how MCU has been able to succeed so far, whereas other places like DC haven't. It's just they have they don't have this connection that's strong in people from outside the, the comic book fandom. On the director right. conversation, because now I'm thinking about it because you said that. Uh, one, I don't even know if I could go 10 deep. First of all, that's a huge list. Secondly, I want, I'm thinking to myself, I wonder how many movies I'd have to fall in love with. You said like you banked a lot of it on Taika's future. That's interesting. Cause like, what? I wonder, like, I usually feel like three maybe is where I start being like, okay, who was this director? Like for me, Dennis Villanueva, it took me watching prisoners. It's like, Oh, I like that movie. It's really intense, but you know, I like the lot of stuff he did. And then I watched arrival and I was like, okay, who did arrival? And then finally, when I start looking this up, I'm like, okay, there's a common theme here, but I'm, it's just interesting. I wonder how many I'd have to say. Like the Rousseau brothers, I'm obsessed with, as you know, if you listen to our podcast, with the movies they did in the MCU, but I don't have a ton of history with them outside of the MCU. So is and that they don't have to a put huge... them in my list? They did do the pilot for Arrested Development. Right. So if and you're they're, Arrested they're Development community fan. too, aren't and they? And yes, they did. Yeah. But I just like, Arrested Development's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. And it's like, they did the pilots also pretty cool. But I did the Which same thing with David Fincher. And that's why I got to David Fincher. Because like, I went through the list of movies that I would watch over and over and over again. Even Seven, a very disturbing and gross movie, right. is a movie that I'd put on and be like, oh, let's watch this tonight. And then I was like, who did this? And then he also did Mindhunter on Netflix. Uh-huh. Show up, yeah, yeah. It's so he, he's he did a, worked on a lot of season one House of Cards as well. House of Cards as well. So it's like there's yeah. a lot of great things, and so when you look at and you love these movies, and you go, there's got to be a common core thing, and it's like, well, the directors are all the same, so that probably mm-hmm. has anything. And and John Favreau slipped in there somewhere. I think he was either eight or seven because of obviously Iron Man, Elf, and then you have right. um, Chef. You know, Chef, Chef is man, one of yeah. my favorite movies. I, I that it, and it's not like classically great movies but just this family oriented it's upbeat it's it's i don't know there's something about it uh, and you'd, have then, to we, you'd have to add mandalorian credits to it now. and that's what i'm saying and you add mandalorian it what i will say is he's the the remakes of the lion king and, and jungle book were suspect but other than that he's really right. created movies like kicked off the mcu created a one of the last cult classic uh christmas movies christmas i mean movies. right yeah. and then you have something like the mandalorian that's come out yeah. and you know it's like it's it's just it's something about him so that's why i was like oh he, hmm. he is a and he's a great actor too he's fun in his movies so like right. it's something yeah, about so john favreau fun. and then i put martin scorsese in there and um quentin tarantino was in there tim burton was in there and 
Um, right. But he had like, there was movie that people had to like look up afterwards because I couldn't have <laughs> yeah. no idea. Some like French new wave, new wave film director. And I'm like, ah, right. you're, you're going too far into this. I was just yeah. looking at yeah. like this movie. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that's, I would, he'd probably lose me a little bit there too. And that's like I said, that having that banter back and forth on someone who would right. speak on something I can't speak on. I mean, if if you guys had the exact same viewpoint and the exact same background over and over and over again, it'd be the same thing. Oh yeah, House of M. Oh yeah, Civil War. And it's you would yeah, right. there would be no discussion. It would just be agreements <laughs> the whole time. Right. For me, I think the best part of the podcast with Robbie is that like if if I bring anything, I think it's it's the joy, it's the passion, it's the energy. And I think to myself, like if I was hosting a podcast with somebody like me, it would just be too much. Like I, mm. like I wouldn't want this battle of like matching energy, you know, kind of like going on behind the scenes, but Robbie brings like this calm knowledge. And so <laughs> I love going on these like rants where I can't even keep up with my brain. I'm so I'm stumbling over words because I'm talking so fast. I'm so excited about it. And then Robbie comes back with some like really great nugget that he found or like a really great way to say something that i couldn't and so that's where i feel like he completes me <laughs> on the podcast at least. <laughs> which is yeah i mean it's fun because on the other hand there will be days where it's like i'll just be like drained from work or whatever and i know we have to record and i'm like oh man like i know we have to do it today but i just don't know if i have it in me and then i come on and kyle just like lights <laughs> up oh, with baby. his energy and i'm like oh wait no i'm totally and it like it totally brings me into it so yeah that's it awesome is. You're right. It's like having someone to kind of uh, it, like the the complimentary factor, I think, is big. But also, yeah, having someone from just a different viewpoint, um, which I also. Yeah, I mean, I think just in general, like Kyle and I wind up agreeing on a lot of things, but there are some things we we disagree on um, and we still have like we it's never like there, there's never anything wrong with that. Right. Like we can do that and have a good time talking about it and just kind of agree to disagree on things. And, and part of me just sort of likes having a space for that. Cause it's not like there's just a ton of that going on in the world these days. Anyway, <laughs> Robbie has an inherent trait that I don't have to get into crazy defense mode. If he feels like I am attacking one of these MCU things. So if I say <laughs> anything about it, he'll even be like, yeah. And then the next sentence is about to be, but here's why not and blah, blah blah and then if i'm like no dude you were on the page with me like on the phone before i before we did this on the air and you're like yeah but you know i was thinking about it and this and this it's like <laughs> he cannot resist defending it so and i love it i love it but i'm just saying if i say something negative he is right there ready to go it is it is funny because sometimes i feel like listening back to episodes i've even brought up issues before and then you would <laughs> and then with me talk and yourself then out I... of them <laughs> yeah it's like in the course of 30 seconds you're like you know what yeah just scratch that i don't think that anyways <laughs> it is it's funny but the thing about it is you guys don't both are in agreement the fact that these the majority of these movies are good like there's like Absolutely. even the even the worst mcu movies are still better than some other movies that you'd watch uh, on a regular basis and that's just cool about it and something that they've been able to do and something like you guys talked about in a recent episode about how it's kind of almost scary and wonder whether or not you know kyle talks about this a lot which is whether or not they can continue doing it and and right. part of me goes maybe this pandemic was good for that to give them you know that's you don't fair. there's no there's like no recent memory of you know you're re, maybe you're rewatching it but there's no recent memory of a new thing that you know maybe wandavision if it would have come out right on the heels of Spider-Man, you might've actually felt a little bit different about WandaVision than yeah. you would thinking about it now. Um, and like you guys talked about, I mean, you guys, everybody should go listen to their WandaVision, um, you know, 
preparing podcasts mm. that are out there like legends and, and go stuff, listen but... to our episode one and two episodes. oh yeah exactly Come but on, i was thinking yeah. is the, the idea behind before when you guys were talking about going into it and then how about how it's a big swing like it's like a huge mm, swing and then when is. you watch the first two episodes you guys are in agreement you should you should listen to their podcast about the episodes but <laughs> the idea that it, even people now are like what the hell was that like right. they don't it, it's like to me when i watched the first episode and i'm glad they did too was getting me geared up for the second one being like okay the first mm -hmm. episode they need that second one to really you know explain what's going on in the first episode and even in right. the second episode they did a little bit like they they broadened it a little bit but they didn't it still was like what the hell is going on like you still but didn't know those big swings that's art to me i mean yes. that's yeah. that's what i talked yeah. about in the episode on monday like that's you with beer right like yeah. you said you were developing a key lime pie beer like people aren't doing that because you want to push the boundary and do something. And I always bring up on our podcast, if you just want the same thing, I'm not belittling you, but you already have that. Like go right. watch Wanda in, in age of Ultron. Like you have it. Like if, if they don't push the ball down the road, we're going to crush them for doing the same thing over and over and getting right. formulaic. But then when they push the ball down the road, some people are like, Whoa, 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 this is too different. And I'm like, that's what I want. That's right. what I didn't. Yeah. I, I have go listen to our episodes. You hear me rant yeah. about that a lot, but that's what I appreciate about WandaVision. It is a huge swing. It's on the, it's on the level of the way Ragnarok was a huge swing in changing Thor's character. And the way guardians was like, what I'm going to care about a movie about a, a raccoon in a tree, you know, it, it, but the huge swing also is a bigger swing when you make it a TV show and it's episodic oh, and right, they don't right. know the end because like, at least with Thor Ragnarok, you went to the theaters, you got a beginning and an end in a sense. Like, you right. knew you know the character that was at the beginning of Thor Ragnarok, and you saw the character at the end of Thor Ragnarok. But WandaVision is like you saw the characters for what is it, twenty nine minute episode and a thirty seven minute episode. Yeah, right. But mm -hmm. they haven't culminated it yet. Like there's no, there's no telling you why it was like at the beginning like we yet. We have to find it. out on Friday. Right. And it's like, and maybe we won't even find out more on a Friday. Maybe it's right. not. We're not really gonna find out until episode nine. And that's the yep. even bigger swing to me that it wasn't a movie, that it's on a TV show. And they're stepping outside that box and doing it. I don't know. And that, just... that's another reason why we ended up doing the podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe is because me coming not from the comic background, I'm watching these things. Like you said, yeah, it's a huge swing, right? And every time they take a huge swing, I'm objectively going, wow, they execute this really well. Like, right. yeah, there's going to be some misses. There's going to be mm. some swings and misses, no doubt. But I'm, that's why I said in this Far From Home episode, when are they going to run out of good stories? Like somehow they keep finding a way to keep somebody who's not into the comics so interested. And the execution, like we talk about on Monday, is just, it's perfect almost all the time. I don't know. Right. Kevin Foggy, I guess, has got the, you know, up, up top. He's just got the vision for this. But I just can't believe that on the ground level, they can continuously execute this at the level they do. Yeah. I mean, I, so this is actually one of the things that I, I think makes marvel studios so different from other even even other studios that have made marvel films um is that like they recognize that this is its own medium that it's its own piece of art and this is something i've talked about you know for years with like lord of the rings right like they're they're big tolkien fans that take a lot of issue with the lord of the rings films uh, which is crazy to me because I feel like they're objectively great. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, and, and, and so it's, it's this annoying thing where anytime someone walks out of a, out of a movie that's, that's based in, on some level 
on another medium, they're immediately like, oh, well, it didn't do this and it didn't do this. And like, I'm mad because I wanted to see this particular scene in this exact way. And I just think that that's such a strange complaint because it's like, you have that. Like, do, like you have that already. You wanted to see it adapted into something, which means inherently that it's not just going to be copied and pasted. And if it were like what Kyle said, I think he would be leaving feeling maybe like have this moment of, wow, that was so cool to see that moment translated. And then you would kind of feel, I think, unsatisfied because like it's, you know, part of the, this is the discussion we had with Endgame uh, when we first started talking. And I think that's why that movie is such a perfect finale to the whole Infinity Saga and why it sums up so much of what we love about what Marvel Studios does is a lot of comic book fans, I think, took a lot of issue with that movie for various reasons. But critically, and I think, I mean, obviously, commercially, it was a massive, massive hit. And I think it's because people like, people like when you're trying to make... <laughs> make art like for the sake of making good art. And I know that that's kind of funny to say in the context of superhero movies, but I think that's sort of the point here. Like when you just try to cater to what you think this particular slice of like superhero comics fans want again and again, you wind up with exactly the kind of formulaic superhero movies that most people assume all of them are going to be. Uh, and so it's by like taking big swings like WandaVision where I think you you know you you start to get buy-in from people like my sister for instance has never seen I think she saw like Iron Man right like way back in the day but now like she wants to get into the MCU because she's a huge I Love Lucy fan <laughs> which is the craziest you know like jumping off point right that's just the craziest period that's where we saw yeah. it. <laughs> no crazy but you see the WandaVision commercials and it's like clearly an homage to this kind of golden era of television. And so not saying that there's a massive audience out there that's like, oh yeah, the MCU because of how much I love black and white TV. But I do think it's it's funny that, I mean, Kyle, you were even talking about your your in-laws not really yeah, being right. into it, but enjoying watching yep. WandaVision with you. Uh, I think it's like, that's how you expand. And that's how you, like, I, I would always rather a big swing and a miss than some kind of carefully calculated, just like right down the middle, same old thing. Is this the same really thing quick, goes into? Two I, tiny, I would, yeah. Oh, sorry, two, go ahead. two tiny disclaimers we always have to add. One, I think the people you're talking about, Robbie, with the backlash is a very small faction sure, of sure. people. Like the people who dislike Ragnarok is tiny. It's got 97%, whatever, right. you know, yeah. critic and audience and, and blockbuster, you know, commercial success, et cetera. The second thing is that, um, I totally forgot my second thing was. So that was my second <laughs> disclaimer. I don't remember. So there you go. It's a it's a tiny faction of people. What were you just talking about? No, I can't remember. Dang it. I I, I figured that I was about to uh, spur <laughs> a, a last Jedi conversation from you. I well, I gotta avoid that. I should have written it down. My bad. That's awkward. Go ahead. That was the, the idea that I I worked at uh, Circuit City, so I, I was in computer repair for a number of years before I went into the beer industry, and I worked at Circuit oh, City. Nice. And one of the things that we failed at as a company, or at, not me personally, because I was an employee, but like <laughs> that we didn't grow after year after year. They were a billion dollar company, but it was like every year was the exact same amount of money. And like in any business, you can't make the same amount of money every year, or you're gonna hmm. go out of business. And the same thing with not 
taking financial dollars from Marvel Cinematic Universe. But if you create the same thing over and over and over again, it's again, it's just going to be stagnant and people you're not going to grow as a, as a company or as a film industry. And that's something they've been able to do is every, I mean, look at the, how much money Endgame, you know, nearly $3 billion. Right. Um, but then you come back and you're like, okay, now how do we reinvent ourselves? How do we start phase four? How do we do this in a certain way? And let's try new things. And with WandaVision, they were able to do that. And it got, they didn't just like slowly tiptoe into it and people, I won't give right. away much no. anyway, but like they, <laughs> it was four by three letter. It wasn't like they filmed it's it. In black. It's like off the top. It, <laughs> yeah. It's not even just like they went black and white. Cause back in the day, PVs were black and white. They put it in letterbox. I mean, they put it four right. by three. Exactly. So like right. you're in the, in the day and age that the end game came out in 4k ultra HD, like you come <laughs> up with a TV show on net or on Disney plus, which streams in that high quality with a movie, a TV show that looks like it was filmed back in the fifties and sixties. It's like you, you they I, went all the way in. Absolutely. I, my second disclaimer, which I remember oh, nice. is that it's not that we always think everything is perfect, right? So right, I feel like right. if you're listening to us talk, you may think that we're just saying, oh, if it's a huge swing and you felt like it missed, we're saying you're wrong because they're always right. Like you could, no, there are things where I'm like, okay, that objectively didn't land. So that's the second disclaimer. But for the most part, we do appreciate the swing more than the result of what happens. And right. then yes, with WandaVision, we talked about on Monday, I think, you know, we, we talked about previewing the show, all these things on paper, right? We had said, Hey, they're going to honor different, you know, sitcom eras and we're going to, they're going to do a black and white thing. And so I think I knew it, but then when I actually watched it, it still blew me away how all out they went with it. Like it's different actually seeing it. Like you said, the black and white, the four by three, the, the era of the house, the way the actors even acted, the dialogue, the 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 plots like the plot being a miscommunication thing is such a mm -hmm. 1950s like sitcom right the fact that they wrapped up the show on the couch like mm -hmm. reflecting like all oh, that all worked out right just i mean the music the practical effects like they went all out so that was what was impressive to me the studio audience yeah i mean yeah the studio i mean i could go on i'm not even yeah. naming all of it and it's funny for me because I we're so I we get this thing where obviously the pandemic we've been home a lot more we've been watching a lot more TV and so like we do this thing where it's like watch a serious thing after dinner like at night to like close the end of the night out we did um uh X Files we've been rewatching X Files oh, so, like, nice. X Files oh, wow. uh, or like you know something along those lines it's like a serious thing to watch that's not comedy based or whatever but like if we're gonna like sit down right after dinner right before dinner and watch a quick episode of TV it's usually a comedy just to get our lighthearted after work thing. And we're walking, watching, rewatching Parks and Rec right now. Mm, and it's nice. funny because the uh, really mean, weird, odd person who's like the uh, campaign running lady in Parks and Rec is uh, Captain Ag Hong. Uh, yeah, is uh, what's Agnes or what's her name in the is it Agnes in the TV show? Or it's it Agnes, Agnes in the TV Agnes, show. Yeah. yeah. So Agnes is her. So we're watching and we're like, no, <laughs> she's a evil person. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? And it's the same thing when we watch um, Christmas Chronicles after watching. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and my right, wife goes right. yeah but no he's ego he's a horrible he can't be <laughs> in that connection and that overlay and that stuff but it's like so we're watching right now we literally watched an episode of uh, Parks and Rec where she, Catherine Hahn was in and then we watched uh, WandaVision and I'm just like this is a weird little connection here this is not right That's but uh, but yeah they do they did a great job with it I think that there's I think it's one of those things that people have to uh, same thing when I'm a big Walking Dead fan, and uh, I think mm -hmm. one of the pe things people jump off Walking Dead after watching the first two or three episodes, and it's like, I feel like you need to get a whole season in. So I feel like one of these things and one of the benefits that Marvel's going to have with these one-off seasons potentially is hmm. uh, 
watch the whole season. The whole season is a movie. It's just split up. Like, oh, I, you yeah. know, if you want, you know, if you were able to watch Endgame in, I mean, multiple segments, but they were able to put it together correctly, they would have done it that way in a sense. Like, it's a movie I'll versus be... a TV show, but like, watch the whole thing. Use it as right. a whole like wait till the end to make your judgment because there's gonna lay something out and they know we've known they've swung and hit home runs more than they've missed uh that this is probably gonna be a home run it's just you have to wait to see it finish it might i'll be fascinated to see how that works with other shows like uh falcon and the winter soldier Mm -hmm. because wandavision if there ever was a show to be like episodic it's that right. show because they're literally recreating a sitcom. So like there is a beginning and the end to each little episode, but something like Falcon, the winter soldier, will it truly be like what you're saying, a movie split up into six hours or whatever. And then how does that flow? You know? So, cause and, even and like so, a show, like we were talking about this the other day, even a show like stranger things, Netflix decided to release them all at once. So you could just go watch the entire nine hours in the first, you know, nine hours you have it. Whereas Disney is taking a different route with this, which is a little more throwback to like what I used to watch Lost in the office with. Um, so that'll be new. That'll be new to us and just getting used to that format, you know, in general. Oh, I'm wondering if, if the Mandalorian didn't do so well episode, like with releasing week to week to week, if they would, they would have changed things. Like if it, if it didn't hit as mm. hard as it did, that if Marvel would have been like, Nope, we're going to do all, we're going to still do episodes, Maybe. but it's all going to release on one yeah. day. But because the Mandalorian kick butt so much on that they were just like oh we're just going to keep on going and, and see how it goes because we definitely moved away from that with you like you said the stranger things or any tv shows nowadays that are on netflix or hulu or any mm-hmm. of these things 99 right. percent of them are just released all at once and you can just binge watch them um mm-hmm. which know i that it's not server based because when the mandalorian season finale hit it crashed the server plus because it was like it was like midnight or whatever because it was like late enough in the east coast time uh-huh. for people still be watching it but like early enough on the west coast time that people were starting to get into it so like the most people were watching it at like midnight and it crashed for like a millisecond huh. because of that so it's like imagine if all the episodes were on there oh god it had to be a completely <laughs> yeah. different thing so well and, and i actually i really like that they chose to do it that way um I followed Game of Thrones, you know, week to week like that on mm-hmm. HBO. Uh, and that was one of those really fun things where everyone was necessarily on the same page, right? Like there was, it wasn't this thing where someone had watched it all through in one yes. day and everyone else was trying to kind of catch up. Like it was just, I like the, like, I think one of the things, again, I mean, I, the, the reason why we started the podcast is the community around the stuff is really fun. It's generally like we talk about kind of backlash, but like, I've been so, I, I think I would have expected us to encounter a lot more kind of trolls uh, through like our social media and stuff and people that are just like, because uh, some people just like to hate on things mm-hmm. and we really haven't. I mean, like, no, it's, it's so fun how many people, whenever you're just like, you know what, let's kind of just talk about this thing that we all love, how it's just a pretty supportive, like fun community, especially through this past year that's been, you know, objectively pretty rough for a lot of people. And so I really like not saying that Disney, you know, had this sort of spiritual uh, <laughs> motive here, but Kumbaya. I do like, but I do like what it means. You know, I, I like that it makes something inherently more communal and less of a like individual journey because we're all kind of now having this week between episodes one and two and episode three to kind of talk about our first reaction. And then we'll all be able to meet back up after episode three and have the same conversation before episode four. And I think the anticipation will be fun. 
Like when yeah, I used to watch yeah. Lost back in the day, that's not only were we all on the same page, like you're saying, because you only could watch to the most recent episode. Mm-hmm. You like, yeah, something builds when you have to talk about it and theorize and wait. Right. And it's like eating a five course meal. It's like you got to wait a little bit. Sometimes like your hunger builds. So like by the time right. Friday rolls around, I'll be really ready to watch the next episode. So there is, right. there, you know, there is a level of that too, I think. And I think we we did for Mandalorian. We watched the whole first season. Again, they're not long episodes, and it's not a long season. Mm-hmm. The night before, or two nights before, like we like the whole week leading up to the first episode of the second season. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably—I mean, I wouldn't matter. There's twenty. They're half an hour episodes so far for uh, Wandavision. There's no reason why Thursday night I can't throw on both episodes right. before I go yeah, to bed, right. and then Friday watch the new episode. So I have it. You're still like you're growing up, and every time. Yep. You know, as we get right. to the ninth episode, maybe Wednesday night, I watch a couple, Thursday night, a couple, and then Friday night, the last one, and then the new one, so that I'm, like, watching it like a movie, um, but able to you just decompress and talk about it with someone like you guys on your podcast. Uh, in a, you know, when you mentioned that there's not a lot of trolls, too, I think one of the best things about doing a podcast about a specific subject is no one's listening to your podcast who doesn't like the MCU. Yeah, like, true, like, right. you're, you're not going to have someone who listens to your podcast who's like a humongous DC fan and hates Marvel right, and just right. trolls you for it because that's just a there's so many different places out there to get entertainment right. there's no there's no one forcing you to do it unlike news nowadays where there's like four or five legitimate networks that say things and you have to tune into one of them and then you control them because it's that right. one place you can get the information um whereas like one of the cool things about someone who listens to your podcast is someone's diving into your podcast someone that has a like you have a theme to your podcast that you're going to listen to and people are going to listen to every week because of what you have a theme around someone like my podcast is i'm all over the boat here like you know i do interviews with other people because the fact that i like these subjects and i want to talk to these other people so a lot of times i'll get someone who listens to one episode then jumps off i mean i had a podcast a special that came out my friend calvin uh fought in the ufc last night and he oh, lost, wow. but he, he was fighting in the main event. Um, and so wow. my buddy from Massachusetts, uh, who covered him as well, I was used to be a sports writer in Massachusetts, and we covered his like minor league fights. <laughs> and huh. so when he went to fight in a big fight, I was like, hey, man, you want to jump on the podcast and talk? I had an yeah. incredible number of listeners to that special, but none of those people are going to come back and listen to this podcast, likely, not None of them, but like yeah. the idea that it right, doesn't go, right, pod- right. it's episodic. For me, it <laughs> Typically our audience is not UFC fighters. Usually <laughs> I don't think so. But the idea that you have some, and then I did, a, I interviewed my friend who I went to high school with was the mayor of the city of Bangor where I live. It's like, so like you have that political episode that not everybody who's mm-hmm. in political things are going to be into mm-hmm. Marvel things. It's And so like, I have that, like, hopefully get up there and then maybe there's some listeners that continue listening on. Uh, and right. that's where I might be getting more idea of getting trolls on mine because someone who listened to one <laughs> may not be a fan of the yeah. next one. Um, but you're probably going to get like more people hating. Yes. Right. Th- those are just and I don't think there's anything wrong with podcast. that. No. And, and you know, I, I think one of the questions I've always had for you guys from the beginning, and I haven't reached out, but like, did you guys in your minds know that this could be an end to this? Like this, I don't see an end to my podcast because there's always new guests that could come on. But at some point mm-hmm. there's 23 films that were released or going to be released by the time you guys got to it. Obviously you knew Marvel was going to continue on with something, but then the pandemic hit, like right. were you guys scrambling? Like, I know you guys have talked about it a little bit on your podcast, but like, and there were some things you guys did over the summer, but were you like, Oh crap, this is, we did a podcast based around the MCU and there is no MCU right now. What was the like, jump, process behind that? Like, I'll jump in first, Robbie, and say that I was the first person to say to Robbie a lot that I was like, I don't know 
like what are we gonna do when this is over like it'll be fun when we do the movies but like what's next so i was raising that concern a lot i would say and then secondly i would say that we kind of as we started getting close to the end of our rewatch started timing it to be like okay this will be perfect we'll finish endgame we can do a couple wrap-up episodes etc and then we can dive in with black widow and then we'll start figuring out what we're going to do and then the pandemic hits and there's no black widow and so yeah that was a little bit different for us there too but robbie when i had complained about like well what are we gonna do after the 23 movies i feel like you were the one that kind of talked me into there's new content we could run forward with it and so that's where i'll let you jump in yeah i mean i think it definitely you know like everyone else we had a certain plan for how the year was going to go and and i think it's actually interesting to have the conversation around kind of artistically what the next phase of marvel is going to look like given that it was supposed to start with black widow then falcon winter soldier and then wandavision and you know just kind of how that changes the way that that folks at the studio like kevin feige are viewing the narrative that they're now dealing with um but you know it I, for us it was it was kind of it was kind of nice i mean we would have preferred less less of a break but we had <laughs> always but we had always said yeah um, true th that there's a, a real beauty in kind of sitting in in the end of end game yes. and, and that it's like viewing that as one one again like complete narrative uh and so i kind of like that we weren't able to just jump straight from that into something else again i mean that doesn't mean we needed necessarily like almost a year-long break but i like that there was yeah. some space there um and, well we and literally at the end of endgame said give us space like i want to have right. to sit with the fact that well spoiler alert that tony is dead now like let me have to deal with that well we got the space <laughs> we right really did right right um but yeah you know and and it, there is that we definitely had those conversations uh where we like had some plans uh to sort of start up various things around the podcast like with to, to correspond with the project as planned and whenever that stuff falls through it's a little it's a little scary just because yeah i mean it's it i think we did end game in what april um yeah. and you know now we we just came out with our first new mcu content related episode in at the start of january, january. with far from home uh which is pretty wild but um you know what we just really appreciated people kind of sticking around with us and we had fun doing some of those summer series episodes you talked about um and again it's just sorry Oh no, it's just like, again, the, the community there has just been really fun for us and surprisingly supportive. Timing wise with the podcast too, we used to always joke. I mean, like weekly we would joke about, wow, we started a Marvel podcast at the worst time because we're starting a Marvel podcast the second there's no more movies. Um, and I got to WandaVision last week and I, I called Robbie and said, you know what? I think in hindsight, we may have started at the best time because people when we were doing our podcast the rewatch were i think endgame was still in the back of their mind and i think like going back and rewatching was such a fresh thing and because there wasn't new content to like steal away that attention it was like hey let's reflect on what they've done so much and then you get to wandavision and i'm grateful that we've built up the podcast a little bit because now everybody's talking about marvel and everybody's got takes on it and so i think there's a lot more not not i don't mean this in a bad way there's a lot more noise now to try to get through right. so in hindsight i think it actually was a blessing that we started it when we did and i was gonna say that like you guys obviously didn't plan it this way but like if you were to come out with new episodes 
now, like, or you rewatch episodes now, you'd be trying to talk about Iron Man and Captain America and, yes. and Mar Captain Marvel, where the people were all talking about WandaVision. So it's like it, people would have to catch up to it. And on a side of of running podcasts and, and having your own podcast, where do you want this the the internet to be looking for right now? You want people to be looking for WandaVision. So if you're doing an episode about WandaVision, your episodes can be more relevant and come up quicker. If someone Google right. or sur uh, searches on Apple Podcasts for WandaVision, your episode will come up right away. But if you were talking about Captain Marvel right now, yep. no one's Googling so. Captain Marvel because it has no there's no relevancy to it. So right. I think you said it, you didn't start at the right time, but you kind of did start at the right time and gave all of us like myself, uh, we were talking about, uh, you know, about how my wife listens to the podcast with me. Um, but separately, it gave us something to do like you, you were able to you know get us through the pandemic like oh. we watched the movies we, we we had someone else to do something that we enjoyed doing with that we couldn't like i couldn't watch movies with my friends hmm. like i can't go to the theater and watch movies or go places and do things right. with them so i had to like do this and then have my friends you know you guys talking about it and then we talk about it and it's just it, it creates that community like i was you guys were mentioning that that is something special about you know fandom nowadays and something that i wanted to say earlier which was you know, Robbie and I talking about comic books and us talking about superhero movies, 20 years ago, we would not be f popular. No one would want to talk to us. No one oh, would want yeah. to <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be the nerds. I mean, like, think about how much, back when I was in high school and stuff like that, how much I kind of hid my Marvel oh, fandom same. to try yeah. to be more popular because it wasn't popular with all my friends. You know, all the nerds and the people that hung out in certain wing of the high school like that stuff. I'm not one of those people. Right. But now right. I can wear a freaking Captain America t-shirt out and not feel like people yeah, are going to yeah. make fun of me. Right. And so like that's one of those things, starting a podcast that has anything to do with Marvel 20 years ago, no one would have yeah. given a crap. You would have been, you would have been the nerds on the internet that no one cared about. And it's right. now it's like people actually do care about it because well, it's pop culture. And it's, it's funny you say that because, um, you know, since this is a podcast about starting a podcast, I, whenever we started this, I really had no idea if anyone was going to listen because I was thinking on the one hand, if someone's a big, big Marvel nerd, they probably already have a place where they go for this stuff. And if they're not, then they're probably not going to ever look up this podcast. Mm -hmm. But like Kyle said, our, <laughs> we were going for this very specific sweet spot, you know, of people that wanted to have like this, this middle ground conversation, where we could kind of, again, be ambassadors for this stuff. And I was so I mean, even from day one, um, I was floored by the fact that there was this much of an audience for it. And that we've had, you know, consistently growing numbers like that. Um, and yeah, I mean, you're right, that's such a it's such a fun thing. Uh, and I don't, by the way, I'm not saying that because I think our <laughs> podcast is like so incredible. I'm saying Cue like, the overthinking <laughs> things I can see it on your face. <laughs> <laughs> it's just to your point. Yeah. I mean, like I, I was even in this, right. Was in the aftermath of Endgame being literally the biggest film of all time. And I was still like, I just don't know if anyone's going to listen to this. Um, but yeah, it has been, I, I'm also glad you said that about the pandemic. Cause I've really, and really so much we've heard from folks that started listening really after we had even finished the Endgame episode and then kind of plowed through the rewatch um, once or multiple times throughout the, the last, you know, quarantine months. Um, one thing to add, and then I'm going to ask Justin one question, is like, I may, maybe I'm repeating myself, but we, 
when we started diving into it, that's the thing, Justin, is we decided that wasn't the podcast we were going to try to be like, we weren't going to try to be the, the podcast that you're talking about the Marvel nerds from 20 yeah. years ago. Like we aren't the podcast that dives through every screenshot and finds every little Easter egg. And we, what we've realized is we actually like that when our audience tells us that, like if, if you can fill us in on that stuff, that adds to our experience. And I love that, but we decided we kind of wanted to make that podcast for that middle ground. Like you're saying like for the the person who has other interests too like a brewery or sports writer or you know what i mean like just a, a different right. kind of person and i've been pleasantly surprised that like how many people there are like that that can enjoy mm -hmm. marvel but also have a conversation about a video game or about um you know something else or you know you know what i'm saying mm. and i want to i want to turn around to you like what was the catalyst for you starting your podcast because i'm just genuinely curious which is kind of funny. So I, the way I kind of explain it to people is I moved back to Bangor. So I lived in Massachusetts for 10 years. I moved back to the Bangor, Maine area in 2016. When I moved back mm -hmm. to this area, I missed, I, I left sports. Like I was not no longer writing about sports. And in, when I was living in Massachusetts, obviously there's way more sports than Northern Maine. And so I was like, I can't do sports mm -hmm. writing up here unless I just cover the University of Maine. And that to me was just boring. I, I didn't want to do that. So I was like, I'll start a podcast. That would be fun. So I started, I recorded one episode with my brother's band. And, hmm. and then I just never went further with it. And I just, it just dropped off there. I owned the URL. I had a website. I had the logos I created because I also have a design background. And, and so I was like, oh, I did all that stuff. And then it just sat, sat, uh, sat stagnant and never did anything with it. And then the pandemic hit. And so it was like a little bit of you guys doing yours and talking about how you guys are friends and making it. And then the introduction that I didn't even know what the, the word zoom, the, the company's yeah. was, or <laughs> right, like right. video, like the idea that you could record this remotely in a time where we can't be in the same room. And mm -hmm. so like, that's where it kind of led to me to be originally, I was like, okay, I'll do this temporarily until I can meet in person uh, and then do it with some other people in person. And then I thought, well, maybe the future is just doing it remotely because schedules work way better when you're mm -hmm. can right. sit down on a computer. Right. Uh, I can record it. I work from home, so I can record it like on a lunch break if I need to. Mm -hmm. um, and so like this idea that like I could do all this during the pandemic. And that's when I, you know, went on. And so the first number of episodes were like, how are you handling the pandemic? And it got kind of <laughs> boring because everybody's answer was the same thing. We're tired of it and you want to move on. You and... figure it out, you learn. <laughs> And so now it's getting to the point where now I'm like, then I'm reaching now into some of the sports things. So like I reached yes. out to one of my friends who um, is the president of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, uh, which is a, the, the G league affiliate of the Indiana Pacers. He used to be the general manager of the Lowell spinners, which is the uh, minor league team for the Red Sox in Massachusetts. So I reached out to him. He's going to jump on the podcast. I've got friends who are um, oh, nice. my friend De Devin, who's a sports, um, um, I forget, like, um, like an athletic director kind of thing for okay. uh, the care or the uh, Arizona coyotes. So like I have some, some connections okay. now that I'm going to reach back into when I was a sports writer to kind of bring those in and do some sports stuff. And I've got talked to new business owners because if you ever want to talk Minnesota Vikings or Nashville predators, hit me up. bro. <laughs> See, so I covered, I was guy. the beat writer and I had, I wrote for uh, the UMass little river Hawks, which is in Massachusetts. Uh, and they had a goaltender one time that played for them named Carter Hutton, who also okay, see, played for I'm the National Pepper. So, so see, I had that. I did interview <laughs> uh, Carter Hutton back uh, four or five years ago to do an article on Carter Hutton when he was playing for Nashville, uh, which was really cool. But um, yeah, so I just thought, you know, 
doing a podcast, I like talking. I like talking about certain subjects. And one of the ways I explain it is I talk about things that I like. So I like mm-hmm. podcasting. I like Marvel Cinematic Universe and Marvel Comics. Yep. I like sports and beer and, and my friend, I like coffee. <laughs> I have a friend that owns a coffee business. So it Man. just got to the point where now I'm talking um, cool. weekly and I've changed it to a couple different segments. So I have three regular segments now, uh, which are movie night, which is the movie podcast that I talk with my friend who owns Queen City Cinema Club in Bangor. Mm-hmm. I have a podcast with a new, my, my comic book shop where I buy my comic books. The owner of that shop comes on and talks comic books. So we do Love that. Oh, that's awesome. top 10 lists. We just did top 10 mm-hmm. villains. And we did, we, we launched with top 10 uh, female comic book characters. Uh, I think our next is story arcs. Oh, and then fun. I have a friend of mine who cleans beer draft lines. He used to be a bartender uh-huh. for me, but now he goes to, to bars and cleans their draft lines. And we talked the generic subject of beer. I mentioned earlier uh-huh. that I can't really do beer. Sure. Um, but what we do is like, we're talking now like on styles, like we're going to talk IPAs and like what makes an IPA right. and not rate or judge other people's breweries but it's more right, like right the generic we did top christmas beers and a lot of those beers we talked about are like national brands sierra nevada sure. and all the like we don't not local brands or brands that i'm not talk trash about right. um, celebration like, ale man e- exactly which is one of my top favorite christmas beers Same. and so and so we talked okay. about the, I, the idea of every couple of every like four weeks or five weeks or so i put a different podcast on that has the exact same subject so like hmm. movies and then comics and so on and then sprinkling guests like you know, politician, I'm going to get use his main state senator is going to jump on with me. And so there's a bunch of different things. So it really was the pandemic, which I think why podcasts bumped up a big time in the pandemic was uh, we were able to stay home and do this kind of thing via um, video chat. So the short answer is your pandemic made me start my podcast. (laughs) As an encouragement to you, and I guess just in closing about podcasts in general is like Robbie and I, well, first of all, 90% of podcasts we read don't get past 100 listeners. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because of what you said the first time with your band, right? So many people go, I want to start a podcast. And they kind of don't think a ton about what they're going to talk about, what they're passionate about, what's the topic, where I'm going to go, and just don't follow through on it. And so it kind of just dies off. Like if you Google a ton of them, like that's a ton of podcasts. Mm-hmm. So as an encouragement to, to you, like you're doing this is like Robbie and I weekly have the conversation where our mission statement is consistent quality content. Like, (laughs) I think that's what is going to ultimately win is that if you're putting out really quality content and like you're doing with that schedule, like sticking with it and being consistent with it. Like, I think people end up appreciating that it might be a slow, slow growth, a slow burn, but I think you need those things. And so kind of, like I said, as an encouragement to you, it seems like you're doing that, which is really cool. Like and that's what things like that, I mean, on doing it and you're setting up a schedule with the things you're interested about and the guest is going to be a thing that's a huge help to you and so i love that and just and talking to people that have a following like don't talk to some random person who doesn't have a real following because then the conversation <laughs> won't go anywhere and it won't it won't like there's no one will listen and so uh talking to some people like that but also putting my schedule out and my wife i had a a, a guest drop off i record usually on a monday and he like on sunday night was like i can't do it She's like, well, just skip this week. And I was like, I can't do that. I can't do, if I'm going to do every week, I've got to do every week. Unless something yeah. serious happened where I can come out and be like, I'm in the hospital and <laughs> then they can't do that. So I ended up having to call a friend and being like, you were supposed to be on like two weeks, but can you come on now? It's like, yeah, sure. No problem. And so he jumped on, we moved the schedule around and it worked out. But it's like, if I'm going to say I'm going to come out every week, then I have to come out every week. Uh, and then mm-hmm. I also schedule myself breaks. Like I took off from Christmas the Christmas yeah, weeks. Oh yeah. Sure. Um, I take off because I'm, I'm going to work in a college town in, in 
graduation is huge. Like we have a, the University of Maine's in the town I work in. Um, mm -hmm that we're I'm taking like graduation weeks off. And then obviously I'm recording. I'm trying not to skip, but like I'm having a baby as well. So like <laughs> I'm trying not to like have to worry about that as much. Uh, I'm going to still think try consistent to doesn't have to literally be, I don't right. mean like no. every single Monday, like regimen. I Correct. just mean, yeah, I know what you mean, but like, yeah. Yeah. Right. So like my thought is if I record a couple of like those ones that have no time basis on it, like a top 10 movies thing has no right. relevancy to when it come actually comes out. If I do any of those between now and June and I have to skip a week, I can just throw one of those up there. That's, that's well-produced, well done, but just not relevant to current times. Like it doesn't have to be like, Oh, oh the inauguration is on, you know, today and that kind of thing, which it is right, today because right. this podcast <laughs> comes out on Wednesday. So the inauguration is today. Oh, true. Um, oh wow. Which is one of those weird things I talked about with a, with my friend Mike about the the MMA podcast, which we did another one about hockey because he's a college hockey writer as well. Was that inevitably, like you guys have, something yep. comes out after All you record, time. so there is yeah. no way possible to be current unless you do a live stream, which I don't like. Live yeah, streaming is right. great for like Instagram and things like that, but like doing a right. live broadcast, my friends do one because of their Comic Con. Does, did one during the pandemic because they weren't able to do their Comic-Con and they'd get like 10 listeners at a time or watchers at a time. But if you do it mm -hmm. pre-recorded and release it, then you people can listen to it on their whatever they want. Right, mm -hmm. right. And that's one thing I respect about you guys doing one podcast a week and every once in a while throwing an extra one in there is mm -hmm. that you give me time to listen, um, mm -hmm. that I don't have to listen to it on Monday. Like I don't have to listen to your WandaVision podcast until Thursday or Friday morning, really, to talk about right. the previous week because you know, you have a whole week to listen to it. So that's one of the benefits. I mean, there's other podcasts that I've listened to that come out daily and I just get so far behind that I have to skip totally. a bunch of them and yeah. I just can't do it. Well, and even some of that is, you know, we hope that not everything we do is like is dated and uh, some of your guest stuff, not every content you're going to have is dated. Right. So you could theoretically like I, my hope is that a year from now, if you're just finding the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you could still go back and listen to our stuff on WandaVision as we were watching it, you know. Right. Which is most of what I do. And like I said, I did that special last week of, of the fight that had to do with that one fight, but it had a, it was a reason behind it. And it was a bonus part. It wasn't one of my numbered episodes. And so like having that ability to make it not dated is a huge thing. And that's something that Marvel's been able to do with their movies too, is that yeah. they're not, there's no relevance to the actual time. And every once in a while on certain things, they mention years, but like, it's basically 20 years from now, you should be able to watch it. Like it just happened. Right. Uh, and that's something that I give them credit for on that as well. But it's just, mm -hmm. you know, podcasting is, as there's a lot of them out there. Um, and, but I also mentioned same thing. Kevin Smith said years ago, when I listened to his podcast is if you want to start one, just start one. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And also like, yeah. it, but yeah. also put effort into it. So don't just take your phone out and record a podcast with your phone and, 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 and right. call it good. You know, it, a microphone is not that expensive. Uh, and I, you know, these stupid lights that you can use the selfie lights are not that expensive if you need a light, um, and just go for it and, and, and try to do your best possible you can. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but try it. Cause it's not that hard, um, to, mm -hmm. to physically do, um, absolutely. As long as you know how to talk, <laughs> then you can do it. So, but yeah, but yeah. So, I mean, and then, this meta episode about talking to someone who has a podcast uh, <laughs> is also cool because I think one of the things I think a lot of people want to know is how to do it or why people start podcasts. Um, right. Not the nitty gritty is what type of microphone you have or you right. know, what, you know, that kind of stuff is it's more along the lines of why you started it. Why did you get to it? Uh, and your guys' story is cool. Friends, 
the whole conversation. That's a conversation. That's a story that you'll always be able to tell why you started your podcast. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. the idea that um, Endgame really started it. This, which is funny. Yeah. The, right, the end right. game started your podcast, but it's beginning uh, of the end game. Beginning of the end yeah. game. So, like, that's the idea that you guys have, and which is pretty cool. So, you guys will have this, um, and it will be able to live on the internet forever because as long as you pay your hosting, then yeah, you'll have, yeah, uh, you have the episodes will be there, which is pretty which cool. Which we'll see. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's, but the dated thing, you're right, though. But in the same sense, like, if something serious happens in the inauguration, and you didn't, you know, when someone listens to your podcast on a Wednesday, it's like, well, why didn't they talk about that? Well, it's because it's pre-recorded, and that's my whole like <laughs> right, thought on right. on the on the time relevancy. Is I right. did a podcast about hockey, and someone Connor Hellebuck, who played for the UMass Little Riverhawks, won the Vezina Trophy in the NHL. <laughs> the day that I recorded it, two hours after we recorded, that was announced. And we could have talked uh, about it on the podcast. Over Pecorini <laughs> when he shouldn't have that one well, year, okay? But <laughs> but my point was like, right. it was like news that was relevant because it was New England-based hockey and we were talking right. New England-based hockey two hours after right. we recorded this came out. Sure. I had to put a little disclaimer in the post being like, guys, well, I understand. You're going to call me out for not talking about it, but it was recorded right. two hours prior. Well, and we, so. we have this problem all the time too. We, we, we talk about something and then Marvel announces all their new shows like the day after we recorded. Right. It's like, okay, right. well. Because they're listening. Great. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, I and yeah, it's. I, I remember we had recorded this kind of fun, brief Avengers, um, the game, like on on PS4, uh, video game review, and I think the night before or two nights before it was supposed to premiere out or premiere is when the the news of Chadwick came out. Yeah, and that leaves you in this like, yeah, strange place sometimes because it's like, man, this is like, how do you? We're not putting out our Avengers Endgame or sorry, Avengers game right uh, episode here where we joke around the whole time, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, and so. I did the same thing. We did that. We did a comp. My first, I interviewed guy, the guy who owns the comic book store, Paul. The day that that happened as well, again, same thing, or the next day, or whatever it was. Right. I ended up just going on there and quickly recording a small but, right. snippet, being like, just to let you know, he died after because of that. We did talk about things, but we didn't talk about him and all that stuff. And just right. to kind of get it out there to be like, hey, people, we, you know, I, I understand, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but this right. happens. But, but yeah, so like, just like uh, Kyle says all the time, we gotta keep this going. You know, we can't go forever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> keep it moving. But, Keep it moving. I love that that's your tagline. Yes, yeah, so yeah. yeah, keep it moving. You got to keep it moving. That's what I'll be known moving. for. Exactly. So, um, but I really, you know, anything, obviously you guys can follow you guys uh, at the FFW on all the social media that's on out there. At uh, the at, FFW at, podcast. Yes, yep. it's on the screen for anybody who's watching this, um, but at oh, the FFW podcast, um, uh, anywhere you can do it. And you guys are on Apple, uh, Spotify. Are you on most yep. platforms or are you just on the two? Anywhere. Ones? No, yep. all, all of them, I think. Yep. Yep. And, and so uh, Stitcher, Google Play, Amazon, that stuff. And then, yeah, the ffwpodcast.com if you want a hub for all and, that. And also, the, uh, I'll link in the post is on my website. I also post this. I'll link in the, the watch order um, for the um, sure. uh, first four, three phases and all that stuff. The uh, It's a great watch order. Like I said, my wife and I watched it. It was really good to do it in that order. One thing, disclaimer, uh, is to not watch the uh, post-credit scenes for most of them um, <laughs> yeah. because of it not being in the correct order that they mm. released the movies. The other thing is, <laughs> did you know on Disney Plus, you can skip the credits now and watch the post-game I have noticed scenes. that. That's a nice feature. Yeah. I noticed that last night. I was like trying to fast forward to get to the right spot to watch the post-credit scene. And there's a little thing in the bottom that says skip at credits. And I'm like, I wonder what that does. And I clicked it and it went right to the beginning of one of the yeah, post-credit scenes. Cool. I was like, that's amazing. Which is 
I'm surprised they haven't put them out as little snippets yet, like on Disney Plus somewhere where you can just watch the post credit scene oh, by yeah, themselves. True. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and if you watch on, uh, listen on Apple, review them. It helps all of us as podcast people. Um, it gets better at the algorithms, algorithms and things like that. Um, obviously, you can review us, but these guys are great and they they joined well, uh, on too. the podcast. Well, um, yeah, no problem, guys. So. <laughs> Uh, anything else you guys want to add really quickly before we like wrap this thing up? I mean, I know you guys have an episode that just came out, uh, Monday with, uh, WandaVision. Um, yeah, we I, had an episode on WandaVision episode one and two uh, the show will be having weekly episodes on Mondays kind of covering WandaVision and then eventually Falcon, the winter soldier and Loki and stuff like that. And then, uh, yeah, if you're interested in the, in the rewatch at the FFW podcast or the FFW podcast.com, there's a link there for the rewatch where you can click on the movies in our order and, including the credit things you're talking about. We actually have an image where we edit where you don't want to watch the credits or whatever. And then you can go back and listen to our corresponding episode if you want. That's still there from season one. So that's mm-hmm. all I'd add. But thanks for it's, having us. It's been a blast yeah, and it's I, fun. You know, we love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's fun to talk about you know podcasts on a podcast because you know you guys try not to talk about your podcast on your podcast. You talk about what right. you're trying to talk about. Um, but yeah, so it's fun to do this. I really appreciate you guys coming on. That's uh, Kyle and Robbie uh, from the Friends from Work podcast. I really appreciate it again. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Appreciate it.